Welcome to Fate's Forge, a D&D podcast. You're listening to Van Richten's Guide to a Curse of Strahd. Previously in the Fate's Forge. Okay, so for the sake of this, I'm not going to necessarily show you on the map where each thing is. Right. But uh, you find out here um, where St. Andrew's Church is. They worship the Morning Lord. There's the Virgin Master's Mansion. You find out where that's at. Lady Watcher House. So that's the the, man, the mansion of Lady Watcher. You uh, you find a stockyard. Through the one hour, you're able to talk to people that identify these locations for you. Okay, you guys make it there. I, I'm assuming you're um, you know kind of creeping up to there. Um, you can see that it's guarded. There are two guards there, and there is uh, four stocks. And there are a mom and dad and two children in the stocks. And then back beyond it, it's like a clearing and, and it's almost like a cul-de-sac. There's houses that are kind of in a circle and there's a stockyard in the middle of it. Um, towards the back end of the cul-de-sac is a cart. Very magically looking cart. I want that to recognize. That you recognize upon passive perception. This appears to be your cart. So Cole would have taken, um, you know, back alleys. That's kind of his thing, right? You know the towns. You, you, you're connecting the dots and kind of getting a feel for the town. And you don't necessarily go on the main road. The girls on the other end, towns, maps, they didn't bring anything. They kind of get lost. And you guys make your way during, you know, through an alley and then come back the other way. You make it to the main road. And as you guys are coming back to, uh, you know, the main road, you actually see a carriage. Um, a horse-drawn carriage, not a horse-drawn carriage, but like a horse-drawn um, cart making its way down east where you came from. You can de- definitely tell it's in a hurry. Um, this person is robed. You can't tell who it is. You can you can see uh, the cart in the back has a cloth drape over it. Okay. You hit a bump and you notice the, the cloth flap over and there's a coffin. And so, so once this is been determined baby glow will fly her adorable little self back to the to the blue water inn okay. and report to okay. the party so that happens continuing the adventure it uh, it gets busy full of patrons you can tell that there are um folks from all you know all over the town there's families that come in um this is the best place to eat um you can tell that uh um it's a pretty well-oiled machine. Um, you know, you've got the the dad, uh, Urin. You've got Danica, and you've got the two boys who are helping out. They're running the place, and uh, it's to capacity. You've got soldiers who are off duty. You've actually got guards that have come in. Yeah, Zay and Cole, where do you guys want to be? They're not splitting. The a number of troops come in. Just... A couple of townspeople that are here. Is it get out of the way? You're in our spot. And they kind of uh, pick up their plates and kind of head over to here. And these guards come in. Do I recognize any of them as a, in a, in a cursory glance? Um, make a perception if you want. There, there are three so far here that have made it. And there are a couple of dudes that are over here. Two adventurers. I get a 12. Okay. I got an 11. You can't tell. Your back's to everyone. And uh, both of you, yeah, it's it's hard to kind of tell. Everyone looks very, very much the same. There isn't anyone of noteworthy. They're all wearing the blue that uh, was typical of the guards that were around. 
Um, but you, th there was a distinct difference between the guards that were with uh, Isaac. That was the name of the guy with the big monstrous arm. And these guards. Okay. There's blue. They were clad in blue and the others were clad in black. Uh, but no, no one here is currently clad there. Um, you guys have your, your your dinner. You're going through and eating your ale, and uh, nothing's really happening. About half an hour goes by. You guys want to do anything else, Cole or Zagan? No, just observe. Try not to cause trouble. Does anyone stand out at all in, in the in the tavern where I feel like they're a, a fellow adventurer? Um. I mean, with your perception that you did, just a cursory glance, not really. If you want, you could try to walk about and be a little more discreet to kind of get a gauge of the room. But from where you're at, it would be conspicuous yeah. to turn about where you're I at. I want to stay inconspicuous. Okay. Cole, how about you? Anything specific that you're... Um. Nah, I mean, try and try and eavesdrop on conversations. For you, I mean, it might be easier. You, you can, I mean, it's packed. People are staying up and down. There's, you know, every once in a while, people will start chanting a, an old song or a rhyme. Um, you, you, I mean, you don't see a bard, but you could make your way about if you want. You could, you're could. you confident in your ability to stealth around if you wanted to try, or you can still stay where you're at. No, yeah, let, let's stealth around. Okay. That seems like an ability I'm confident in. <laughs> How did that even happen? <laughs> uh, nat 20, 26 total. <gasps> oh boy. Okay, um, there is one guy that just stands way out. And it's not necessarily um, the clothes that he wears, but just like, he's kind of tweaking. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> just like a little shaky. And uh, he's kind of keeping to himself. Uh, at the end of the table here, well, we can say it's this guy. But uh, nothing really happens. You kind of make your way about. Um, you know, you kind of act like you go up to the bartender and then you come back around and, and no one really notices your presence and you, you can go back to where you're at. But you notice there's kind of weirdo in the corner. Okay. Okay, at this point, two people you definitely recognize come storming in and they say, Halt by way and order of the Burgeon Master. You're going to be expected to show your papers and explain yourself and you notice the dude that was wearing the split mail with the gigantic arm and clawed is oh. is here isaac oh no oh. of course great accompanied by one of his uh one of his guys okay so um you see for the next about five or ten minutes he starts going around the room starting over here as you rolled a stealth and he didn't see you okay. so he comes up to these guards and he says you know tell me your position tell me where you're stationed who do you report to? That and the other. Comes back over here. Comes to this adventurer, and uh, you know starts getting all rough with him. You know, pulling him by the the um, the tunic, and he and he kind of like shoves him off, and he says, "You've already checked me today, uh, Isaac. This is a this is unfortunate. I can't believe this is happening. I thought this was uh, a haven for anyone, regardless of a political party or faction." And then Danica comes over here, all burly. Uh, Danica, the 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 matri the whatever her name is the matriarch of the of that family, and she says, "Enough, Isaac. I can have one on the house here. We just got a shipment from uh, the Wizard of Wines. Uh, first round for you and your there is on the house." And he says, "I can't pass up wine. I love me some, and it's been a while." So he kind of uh, sits back down right here. 
And she comes and brings a nice big glass right there next to him. So from you, Mark, he's about 10 feet away and his back's to you. Uh, and Cole, 10 feet away as well. But you guys are on the kitty corners of them. So um, what do you do? I casually go to the room. Okay. You want to do, uh, you want to stealth? You want to try to stealth past? So what's preventing you, they're right in front of you. Like if you were to stand up and turn back around, you'd have to go out across from them to go outside and go upstairs. Okay. Um, so they're going to come sit down at the bar, I'm guessing. No, there's a table behind the bar they, that the, they cleared away. So there, there's, there's an adventure next to you at the bar, but the Isaac and his dude, like the, the second in command or first in command sat on a table next to you. So uh, Cole, if you want to have a, a thought here, or why don't, you, why, why don't both of you make a perception check? And if someone will roll for Mark, since he's driving, maybe you, Mel. Yeah, uh, Mel, yeah. Uh, I rolled an 18 plus his perception. So. Or something. And what did yeah. you get? Uh, four. You can tell that Danica uh, motioned to you. To, to both you, oh. Zagan, oh. and Cole. Okay. I, I will sneak up to the bar, I guess. Okay. Why don't you roll me uh, another stealth check? Oh, come on, be stealthy. Yes. Yeah. Um, 23. Okay. You, you go unnoticed. You kind of make your way, you know, out of the sight. Um, as you're going through, he kind of, at this point, Danica makes her way through and you kind of do this thing where you go in between her. She creates a diversion for you to go behind her and out of line of sight. And then she comes and brings some salted uh, pork and another goblet of wine. Um, and uh, you're able to make it pass. So you're now behind the bar. There is a door to uh, your left and door in front of you. And you can you can tell the door in front of you, Cole, uh, smells as if it's where the kitchen is. Okay, let's go for the kitchen. Yeah, who does never escape through the kitchen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there's like a passageway in the conservatory, we'll meet you there. You're in the kitchen. You can see that the uh, the two boys of the Marikov, Mardikov family are hustling and bustling and kind of running about. And, and they, they point to um, the storage house and they say, in the storage house up above the second cask, you'll find your, your way through. Thank you, good sirs. Okay. Uh, Zagan, you, uh, you would have seen, um, this motion and where you were standing, you could have seen Cole sneak through, but you're still at the bar kind of chilling there. Do you want to try and sneak um, through? Yeah, I try to sneak through. Okay. I have, um, you could go over the bar. You could go over the bar where you're, you could try to climb over the bar and get underneath the bar, like, like you're up at the, like you're on a stool at the bar, you could try to go over it. Yeah, that's what I try to do. Okay. So roll me a stealth and an acrobatics. So I have plus three on stealth and zero on acrobatics. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. This will be acrobatics. Okay. Three. <laughs> Oof. That's yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah, you, you, you don't get over the... The bar, the bar, um, whatever it's called. 
Yeah, you're trying to get over the countertop exactly, and you don't make it over. <laughs> and you're you're like prostrate over it. Oh no! I'm just drunk. <laughs> you say anything, Mark? Um. Shoot! Did I get? Do you, a lot of you totally failed. Them? And they have your attention, but you're like halfway over the countertop. Well, like, if the stealth roll went well, would anyone notice? Because I haven't rolled the stealth. Oh, you haven't rolled the stealth? No. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it'll be con- like it's a one-two thing. The first one you failed, so like you made, okay. you didn't make it over. If you would have made it over and down, yeah, yeah, that's. Um. It's like more of a challenging ask for that one. Shoot. I, 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 so I, I like silly say out loud, oh, I guess I've had too much to drink. And then I roll off the other end of the, the, bar, the bar. Okay. 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 Now, now, Mark, you can cast Misty Step, right? Yeah, I can. So if you need to, you have that as your get out of jail free oh, card. Well, get out of jail card. For a second level spell yeah. slot card. So do you? I mean, do you want to follow through with that, or do you just want to play off being a drunk there? I mean, you still have time. They're not coming up to you. They just noticed you. But it, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a pretty bustling tavern now. I mean, it's a little more quiet, but you're like, you kind of broke the ice there with that performance. But it isn't like anyone's trying to come up to you and grab you or whatever. They just everyone's looking at you now. <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah, I mean, I just roll off the other end, like I'm behind the counter now. You take three points of fall damage <laughs> on I, your head. You fall on your head. Ouch. I am so glad that jumping out of a two-story building hurts you the same amount as falling <laughs> off the hey, bar. It doesn't matter how far, it just depends how you hit. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so you are prone. Um, you are kind of looking up, on, but you're behind the bar, and... and uh, uh, Isaac says, "Go check on him." So uh, he, he kind of signals to his uh, guard. Uh, he stands up. His first in command. He kind of goes over. And he walks to where you're at, and he kind of leans over the bar. And he, what do you do, Mark? Um, I guess I try to get to where Cole is. Do you want to move? You can see the door that he went through. It's not like it's a closed door. Like there's a there's a. You can see through into into the kitchen, and you and you guys can smell it. So you have sight into the kitchen. Do you try to like run over there, misty step over there? You could misty step there. if you wanted. Can I just misty step that way? Yeah. That's what I do. Okay. <laughs> At that moment, there. you oh, pop and <laughs> he looks over and uh, he turns about and he says, what is the meaning of this, Danica? Where did he go? And uh, Isaac stands up. The rest of the guard all stand up, and they say, "Everyone, don't move. You're all under arrest." Oh boy! Oh, oh no. Okay, let's uh, let's go into initiative. Okay, I can't help but I can't help but feel slightly guilty of, for what just happened. Alrighty, so it's Zagan and Cole's turn. You were told uh, by the older boy, the second cask. There is a a uh, door latch that you guys can go up. Okay. That's all. Let's try and open the second cask. Okay. Mark, are you going to head that way too? Sure. Okay. You can see that it's obscured. Um, you do have to move the cask a little bit. 
Um, the way that it works is that the uh, these casks are on the other side of a wall that faces the tavern, and the little um, spigots poke through the wall where they fill, so that it can't be stolen. Oh. But because you're on the other side of the wall, and you look up above, there is a contraption that you guys can unlock, and uh, a, a ladder comes down, you can, you can climb up. You make your way up, and it makes it up to a bedroom with two small beds. So that'll be your turn. There's a conspicuous uh, door or, or uh, hidden door that is obscured by some carpets that you guys had to push up, but you're now in a unlit bedroom um, that are presu- presumably two kids. Uh, shortly after, the smaller kid comes and follows you and says, let's go to the other, the other ones. Sounds smart. Agreed. Um, okay. Next up are the guards. So there's some hustle and bustle. Um, they uh, they start to like grab onto the, the fellow adventurers. Three of them come up to Danica and they're just kind of like pushing her around and, and Isaac is furious. At that point, the older boy comes out of the kitchen with four flasks in his hand and is shoving them in their face of wine. Oh. To try to, you know, calm everyone down. And, and Danica says, Believe me, if there's any shenanigans going on, we'll tell you. I don't know who he is. He just came. Um, I will find him. Here, everyone, the next round is on me. Let's calm down. We respect the Virgin Master. We're not trying to do anything sneaky. Okay, so now we got the uh, other folks. So we got Cole. No, we got Kieran. We got Flo. And we got Renaway. Um, is It's... Is Anna involved in this at all? Uh, she's still in her room. Okay. What do um, you guys do? I'm gonna point my finger and shoot my message cantrip to go around to say, "Hey, Anna, some serious bleep is going down." Okay. Okay. She hears. <laughs> and uh, she's ready. Okay. What do you do, Renoir? I'm just gonna I'm gonna watch out the door and and see if like anybody any of the um. The Mardikovs are going to like... I'm waiting for like a signal or something like that. Okay. So I'm going to kind of... Okay. Um, in this room here, it looks like there's a couple of windows. Uh-huh. Um, would these windows be big enough for me to exit? No. They're smaller. Circular windows. They do push out. It's about as big of this... Big around as the size of, of like a bird or like a raven. Channel your inner cat self. You want to make an investigation in the room you're in? I do, absolutely. Total of 10. Yeah, I mean, you're looking around underneath uh, blankets and pillows. You're just looking for, you know, doors, uh, anything. Nothing really comes to... comes comes to you. I mean, you're you're seeing that there's like... Basically right about here. Yeah, you're you're right over it, and you, you can't see down into it. You'd have to leave in order to. But you didn't. With a ten, there wasn't anything that really stood out to you. You know, you're you're kind of sliding some of the bed the beds to this side to see if there's anything there. There is like a wardrobe. You're looking through it. There's just you know regular townsfolk clothes. There's worker clothes. Um, there's like little tiny uh, chests in front of them that typical. Um, Adventurers would put their stuff in, and they all seem to be vacant. There really isn't anything else that you notice. 
Okay. I am... I am going to use another spell slot for um, disguising myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, How are you on single slots? That'll put us at the bottom of the That's key the here. Spell. Oh, never mind. You you see two prominent adventurers kind of stand up and uh, approach Kreslik and say, "This is this is outrageous." Do they look like The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> from uh, from the other guys. That's right. Did you ever see that movie? <laughs> such a Hilarious. Oh my gosh. One is wearing you know really ornate uh, leathers across his chest. One of them has a cloak. That appears to ha- to be made from the pelt of a wolf, and the cloak part is like a wolf head, and it, he kind of pushes off. He's a balding guy. And he's got a really well um, uh, braided beard. He, he appears to be dwarven in nature, and he's got a hammer to his side. And he says, "Yevgeny, the hospitality here is horrible." Sanzar, I hold on, just wait. We will have our time with the Virgin Master, but this isn't typical. I promise you. So Y-E-V-G-E-N-I. He appears to be a ranger, long hair, got, uh, you know, grizzled, um, uh, kind of a salt and pepper beard. He's a human. He's about six foot tall. Um, he's accompanied by a dwarf who's got a hammer. The uh, Yevgeny, Yevgeny has a, a, a longbow kind of stretched across his chest. And the dwarf, um, his name is S-Z-O-L-D-A-R. We had been commissioned to, to hunt wolves, and this is the hospitality that you give. This is unbelievable. I will, you know, this has, we have all the reason to sever our, our contract with the Virgin Master. I want to see him at once. They're talking to Isaac? They're talking to Isaac. Okay, yeah. thank you. So that happens. Okay, um, top of the key. While, while the two adventurers engage Isaac, um, in my disguised self, I'm going to disguise myself to look as though I'm, you know, just some run-of-the-mill farmer, you know, laborer of the town. Okay. And uh, I'm going to exit the room and go to exit the building. Okay. And I'm going to try and do it in a stealthy fashion. In fact, actually... Wait, I, I wouldn't have gotten my second level spell slots yet, would I have? Uh, you haven't done the long rest. Yeah. You have short rest. So if you want to be generous, you could say he has slots, but because he hasn't started a new morning after a long rest, he doesn't have any single spell slots prepared. I'm just, I'm just yeah. 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 Okay. Um, you, so normal movement will get you to the top of the stairs. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna try and be as inconspicuous as possible as I make my way through here so 16 on stealth yeah no one sees you so with your so the i'm gonna say the investigation was your action Mm -hmm. your movement you got to the door basically to where you can go down okay that's where where i can exit to go where you can exit to go outside yep okay um top of the key we've got zagan and cole and then the um martikov brothers or whatever martinov Brothers. So right. Cole and then Zagan. Cole, what do you do? Um, I'll close the door behind us. The one okay. that we climbed up for. Okay. Just try and hide that, make it seem nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. And then stealthily exit the room. 
Try to make my way back to my own room. Okay. Um, the boy grabs your hand. Okay. He says, wait. Oh. We go upstairs. To the loft. That is an excellent plan. So, from where you guys came from, it was right where one of the beds was. Right above the other bed, there is um, there is some ornate um, thing that's been hammered into the wall. He pulls it back, and it's another secret oh. passage up. Cool. We wait here. And okay. it leads you up to the attic, and the moment you get in there, it reeks. Stinks. Dude, this here. Oh, hor- horrible messes chase you everywhere. You are freaking <laughs> pig pen. It's just as putrid as the terrible cell that you oh, slept no. in the day before. <laughs> Poor Cole. Can, can you go get our friends? When, when Isaac searched yes. the upstairs rooms also. Um, he's going to make his way here, but this is where we usually hide and he hasn't found us. Oh, okay. And then he says, wait here, I'll get your friends. Good, so he good. makes his way. They should suffer as I um, suffer. At the attic, it's a really long. It's at the tip of the, the, the inn. There's another passageway in the attic. And uh, the boy makes his way down here and lands right there. He got to the door and he opened it. And he says, adventurers, come this way. So you haven't quite left yet. So, okay. Um, at this point, it's going to be uh, down at the tavern. And there's just... It's, it's kind of hard to perceive. There's a lot of things that are happening. A lot of guys that are kind of puffing chest, the chests up. People are brandishing weapons. And uh, there is a conversation happening. You okay. can see just movement. So okay. my lack of testosterone in my brain tells me to avoid this conflict rather than rise to it. Okay. See, I'm role-playing. Good job. I'm, okay. I'm, trying to, I'm, try, I'm just trying to okay. keep up with and you. Kieran. Noticing the, uh, the, the kid that's calling us back, I will... Okay. Um, With your action and movement, if you want, yeah. all of you can make your way up. Okay. So from here, you guys make your way in. On the back of the room, it's dark. Um, there are ways that you can see from uh, where Kieran is standing. There is a open window with a perch, um, presumably where uh, birds or ravens can make their way in. In the back of the room is a nest of ravens. You can hear them. They're audible. Is it a loft? Ravens, <laughs> not that kind of loft <laughs> for ravens, <laughs> but it's an addict and a murderer of, of ravens, or I guess that's gross. Yeah. And uh, these yeah. are the same ravens that you saw when you guys came in, they were perched up at the top there. Um, and this is where the nest, and he says, This is where we're told to wait. Okay, and that's what we do. All right, you okay. wait. wait and wait and wait. You can't hear anything. <coughs> And an hour goes by. Two hours go by. Three hours go by. That my prison cell smelled exactly like this. I'm sorry that you had to suffer that. It's okay. It could actually be some kind of clue, right? If we're like chasing some kind of homunculus, mongrel man type of thing. I get the first part of what you said. (laughs) So that could be a clue. If it if it literally smells exactly the same way. There could have been, like, the creature that made this smell. Like some kind of mongrel man. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I don't have... Who has... Oh, if only we had a dog with a superhuman sense of smell. Did he survive? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You guys are up in the loft of ravens. Uh, I'm just going to go and watch the ravens. Okay, <laughs> just... yeah. It is 
like the longest three hours it's longer than the 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 time it took for cole to make it back when he was lost in the the mist oh, no. <laughs> it is a long time well yeah it stinks up here <sighs> and uh four hours go by and there's a knock at the at the door and a call a soft voice and the brother the older brother comes up and he's bad at death like brutally beaten oh my gosh and uh. he says they've taken him who? They're gone. Who's they? Brom. Mom and dad are gone. They both got Wait, taken? what? Where? Where did they get taken? I don't know. I hid. They beat me up and I fled and I hid in the, uh, above the barn. And I waited oh and they never came. Um, I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on him. <laughs> okay. And he heals for... Wherever my. Well, uh, I think we need to go break them ten, out. He heals 10 hit points. Pretty good roll, kid. Great. Great roll. 10 hit points. Oh, ten he's hit points. stabilized. You know, he's like, oh, thank you. You can hear his bones cracking the place oh, and his bruises go down. Oh, he's like, um, they said something about a festival oh, and uh, spoils of war. Um, we need to do something. We need to find them. I, I got beat up and I just woke up like an hour ago and I, I uh, they left me for dead, but I, I, I don't know if they're going to come back, but Andy, I don't know. Yeah, I'm Yeah, Zagan, go ahead. So during this time, I can communicate with my horse. Does he, I ask him if he notices where they got taken which direction they got taken to. Did you want to send your steed after them? Yeah, or if I can. You, while your steed is within one mile of you, you can communicate with it telepathically. So unlike the familiar, he can't see through his eyes, but he, in terms of like a walkie-talkie, he goes out to a, a mile rather than yeah, 100 what, what feet. What are you doing? Like, there's a lot you can do here. Yeah, I, I follow where these guys go with my horse at a small distance. Okay. But yeah, your steed can inconspicuously make its way to town, and, and there's a lot of ruckus. And uh, in the last few hours, you can tell that the the main road has been transformed into a parade. You know, typical that you'd have. You've got um, stands that were kind of built. You've got kiosks that were that were placed there, and you can tell that uh, in the last few hours, there's been efforts made to create a parade kind of route. And as the, the horse made its way following them inconspicuously, you know, we didn't need to really test anything, um, they were taken to the town hall and brought into there. So That's where we escaped. That's where yeah. you guys escaped. So since we escaped, they needed the spoils of war. So so they're going down to that, they're putting them in that prison down there. And, uh, you know, and you can, you can understand, I mean, the horse is very intelligent to speak common, like uh, Jared said. You're able to deduce that they're precisely going to be used as uh you know the again the spoils of war to uh, to flex to say that you know we've we've caught evil doers ne'er-do-wells and and we're going to use them as uh offering in in this festival too um can can you check with your steed and see if uh yevgeny and zolgar are also with them um, you're able to tell that uh, uh, most of the adventurers were let off as they did have their papers. Um, you know, there was a screening. It, it 
it finished and uh, your horse was able to tell that because she lied and hid adventurers, um, especially you, Zagan, and no one could find them, they searched the whole house, that she was going to be, they were going to be arrested. And so, you know, Danica and Urwin were taken and uh, presumably based on some of the rumors that the horse heard, um, they're they're going to be kind of the poster, like the lead parade um, in stocks that are going to be kind of shown off as uh, and then executed and executed basically, yeah. But but those uh, adventurers left. They, they they didn't go that way. They they went somewhere else. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, if we want to do treasure, we can. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to do that? Yeah. Okay. If you insist. you want to stay on, Mark, for this. Yeah, 100%. Okay. You hand me the uh, um, Dungeon Master book, Jared. I, I yes, I have it right here in my roll on the table cart. So we have four then. So there were two that That's we did and, and two that you just got. Is that right? Um, there were the two that we just got and then the ones that we had previously. Okay. We'll say that uh, one of the chests that you got from... The house lament was filled with um, copper, silver, and gold. A total amount of five hundred gold. It, it was just, it was a lot. So I'd say a hundred, a hundred worth, hundred. Yeah. So a hundred gold worth of SP. What a thousand SP uh, silver pieces. There's like. So it's 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 ten for each increment. So oh, a thousand okay. silver pieces would be a hundred gold pieces. Okay. Yeah. And um, it looks like on one of those chests, I have that we rolled a uh, 57 and 6 on magic items. Thanks for doing that. Uh, 57 and 6? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was that. Um, wasn't it that, that weapon that did the command beast? Didn't someone get that? We. No. No, we got the Staff of the Adder. The yeah, but, but Renault's been using that, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The Staff so, of the Adder. That's what it was. That's the, what it was. You got the Staff of the did. Adder. That was, a that was the one. So that was one of the chests. Wait, oh, that was, was in the chest? I got the Staff of the Adder the at the house. Staff of the Adder was yeah, so there were two in chests from like one the of the magic items in the <laughs> tower. Is that, is that right? Was yeah. it in the chest? I, I don't Shoot. I don't think it was in the chest. I think it was in the... It, when I, I, I went out onto the ledge and got knocked off by a bunch of skeletons, I think that's where I found it. That That's where you yeah, found it. Yeah, it was at the, the top of the tower. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the tower. You're right. And You're right. we also um, found the box of curious workmanship that had the vials with the skull, the frog, the fish, that's and right. the fruit. Okay. And the locked elixir vial with the milky white substance. Thank you. Okay, I remember those. Um, but and, those were not in the chest. noted, but those were not in the chest. Those were not in the chest. So if in one of the chests was the 100 gold. The 500, 500 total gold value? 500 total gold value. Then yeah. it would make sense that the other one had the 56 and 7 magical, or 57 and 6 magical item. Yeah, okay. Which we didn't ever get that one. Yeah. Which we never identified. So then we just have the two remaining chests that we got from okay. the camp. Uh, it's a trident. Trident, oh, to fish command. Right. I'm sure you gotta talk to a wizard. Oh, it? It's a, a trident. trident. Oh, sweet. Do you okay. may be able so to use that's, it. Uh, that's two, 
two chests, right? So those are the two house lament chests. Yep, now yep. I've got the two chests from the blockade. blockade. Yes. So if someone would roll me a D6 and D100. Oh. <laughs> uh, Cole, you had one of the chests. and Yeah. Who else wants to roll? Oh, uh, uh, you two. You two right there. Yep. Uh, Cole okay. and, uh, and Renoir. Right. Okay. You're rolling the D6 or the... D6 and a D100. Right. Got the D100? Okay, I'll roll the D6 then. Okay. No, you're, we're doing it. Each one of you Oh, each one? Each oh, one. Yeah. Just two chests. Oh, right. Uh, right. Six and 13. Six and 13, and yeah. what was... 20 and one. 20 and one is a, uh, a vial, a crimson vial, potion. Another potion, yay! <laughs> Whoa. And six and 13, you said? Uh, six, six and, and 13. Uh, 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 is, is is it a, a suit of tiny sprite sized elven chain mail that doesn't require proficiency <laughs> <laughs> can someone hand me a uh, a player's handbook so roll a d4 uh, whoever uh, Cole roll a d4 okay. you, you, you roll the weapon uh, two Okay. and then roll me uh, another d4 Four. It is a crossbow. I sent it to Caleb. Oh yeah, does it does it shrink? As if it's a magic crossbow, it shrinks to the size of the wheel of the wielder. <laughs> Who are we handing it to? To Baby Glow. Baby Glow touches it. Can Baby Glow wheel crossbows? She's proficient. Is Baby Glow's name Bo? Oh, it's a fairy, isn't it? It's a sprite. With proficiency, I mean, I have proficiency in longbows. So, are you giving it to the fairy? Does it shrink? It shrinks. What? what the heck? Right? What you, yeah. you just said. Start- Say that again. Uh, it, uh, a magic weapon shrinks or, or changes to the size of the wielder. And it changes the size of the wielder. Okay, so at least we know it's magic. Great, great. I, I think it would be more useful to give it. Oh, crap, but that wouldn't combo with your sentinel. Nah, but, you know. It's, it's um, all good. Give it give it to the fairy. Okay. Sprite thing. You want the fairy to have it? it, it okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, he could he could still sneak attack from range Yeah. with a crossbow. It's, yeah. it's better for him to sneak attack from range because then he's a little bit safer. Yeah. Um, especially if you use your... Um, steady aim. Steady aim, right? Yeah. Because Tasha's made rogues the, the best snipers in the game. Um, the thing is... Like then your sentinel fee is worthless, yeah. Because then you would never weapon out. But you haven't used it yet, so maybe the DM would let you swap it out. Um, Well, let's determine what this crossbow does. All we know now is that it's magic. Yes, agreed. It's a plus one, a plus plus one one crossbow. crossbow. So plus one crossbow. You would have deduced it's a plus one crossbow, and it's magical because it's plus one. So being a plus one crossbow, any of the bolts that it shoots. Are imbued with that plus one yeah, to do every shot. damage. <laughs> hit, to hit and damage is plus one. Okay. Does it also give plus one to any, say, saving throws people need to make against being poisoned when they get shot by a sprite? <laughs> Just <laughs> hypothetically speaking. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I would have said good no try. as well, but I had to good try. try. It's a good question. Okay. Okay. So, um, I think we should give it to our archer. Because the plus one will defray the penalty from sharpshooter, yeah. and that's a teeny bit more useful than my little sprite. 
agree. What do you think? Is there any? Oh, oh, the okay. The only problem is unless you have a feat, you won't be able to shoot it more than once per round. Why? Yeah. So because I don't. The, I don't have. It's all just got the reloading. That's so right. If you don't, if you don't, I don't have crossbow, crossbow expert, expert or gunner. Okay. So we're giving the best magic item we found to the sprite. <laughs> Which, I handed it back to Jared. Like I'm Oh. Whoopsie. I'm giving it to you. Sorry. Okay. Okay, well. <laughs> that is hilarious and awesome. All and right. Now, well. now, now my my um, arrows do plus two damage instead of plus one. So, there you go. So at this point, then, we will go ahead and you guys can take a long rest. You guys can get comfortable enough to sleep eight hours. It's night. Um, you guys level up to level five. Regain all health, all resources, spell slots. We're going to need a long rest. I forgot to do something during that four hours. Darn it. Andy, is there any way we can test out that trident to see what it does? Uh, I, I, I mean... Spend time gently caressing it. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me. I want to spend time caressing the trident. You handle a weapon, you know, and you wave it about, and like, oh, I, as a warrior, can tell this is a plus one weapon. I think that should be a gimme, right? Yeah, yeah. If only just to make doing math slightly easier when the fight starts. Right. In terms of if it has like spell-like effects it can cast, I don't know how difficult it would be to determine that because I haven't, I haven't looked at. I think that, that if you take the time to attune to it, then through that attunement, some of that becomes apparent. Can't you play with like a magical item for a while to figure out its... I did that with the pendant. I know, Rogue has, can have that ability. I thought there was something about that. Cool. Um, I'm good to keep going. Okay. Keep the character going. can focus on one magic item during short rest while being in physical contact with the item. At the end of the rest, the character learns the item's properties as well as how to use them. Functionally making the identify spell worthless. Okay. Potions so are an exception. How long is it that you play with it? One hour. Okay. Is it now a weapon or an item? Just says a magic item. Now, you can rule as a DM that maybe it's more involved, and like if it's a trident of fish command, we can't figure out what it might do until we're near a lake. Or buy a fish. Yeah. Go to the fish market. <laughs> <laughs> Just wander around the fish market with the yeah, trident and see if it works. Especially stand there and talk to the fish. Arise, fish. <laughs> I'm going I'm to, without being invited, I'm going to go join them. Okay. <laughs> so, um, Glow, I need you to leave. Are, are, it's okay. It's okay. Are we spending the night in the law? Okay. If he yes. kills you, I will avenge your death. Okay. And you're going to talk to me more politely. <laughs> Why? So once once Glow goes out of uh, earshot, Runaway, I this this is hard. Um, <laughs> A lot of things are hard lately. I, I know that you're struggling uh, with this lycanthropy, and I know that you're. I I know what you're going through. <laughs> we do. Um. And I know that you can control it. And I want to help you to control it. 
Thank you. I don't... The worst thing in the world would be for, to hurt anybody. I, I don't want to do that. So if I can control it, that would be ideal. If I can get rid of it somehow, that would be even better. <laughs> I, I don't know about getting rid of it. I, I don't... I can't offer any help with that. That's okay. Um, but I will offer the help that I can to help you control this. I appreciate it. I will, I will accept that help <laughs> gladly. You, you don't know what it's like yet. I'm sure I don't, but you do? I'm sorry. I'm, I've, I've suffered through this for a long time now, and Zagan has has helped me. Um, and I, I can't express the the loathing that I feel for myself over what I've done. I don't want you to do that. Um, this is a plague. And I've sworn to do everything I can to get rid of this plague. Um, but I don't, I don't want to kill you. I, I know. But I don't want to. Kill anybody. So and I, I don't think, want you to spread it either. I don't want to spread it. So I think we can be in agreement. I, I, I will gladly accept help controlling it, and I think I can trust you to do what you need to do if I get too dangerous. I will do everything in my power to help you stay in control as well. Thank you. Um, I'd like to be able to offer you any help that I am capable of. I don't know. I don't claim to know anything about what you've been through. I, I, I just heard what you said at the gate about your family, and I have experience in that, in that kind of loss, too. So if you... Like, I, I want to be able to help in ways you can, and I, 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 I think you guys have put some trust in me, so I'd like to put some trust in the rest of you as well. Bray, the older boy, comes up to you guys and says, We are the Keeper of the Feathers. This is a coven. And uh, my dad was hoping that we would tell you more about what's going on here. That this was tender, and I appreciate you guys accepting it, because we are also bearers of the Curse of Lycanthropy, too. The were-ravens. Mm. And at that point, he turns. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what the frick? <laughs> when he turns, as he turns, Renowick kind of takes a step back says, I am honored to be in the presence of a were-raven. I've been 
trying to find others so that I can get some help. Um, did you know when, when you uh, saved me from that prison? Know about what? I am of the last remaining members of the Keeper of the Feather in Akath. He's a taken back. And he actually bows to you. He goes down <laughs> no, on one knee. There's no need for that. Please don't. Please. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be in your presence. I, I, uh, I'm not a warrior even myself. But, um, uh, I don't know much of what my dad's plans are, but we, we bear the the were-raven lycanthropy curse in his past. There's a ritual, and um, at the turning of age, we become them. My younger brother hasn't yet, but he was prepping, and we were actually going to hold it in a couple days. Mm-hmm. But um, since the sighting of, of Strahd, um, okay. we have received word. <laughs> we are, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, we were, uh, things got halted. The blockade has caused a lot of issues, but, uh, um, we've also noticed that, uh, a lot more evil has been, um, brave and courageous enough to jump the walls or to enter the city. Mm-hmm. So the hallowed protection of the Morning Lord may have been, um, breached. Uh, at the at the church, there is something that has been keeping evil out, and that that is no longer the case. So I think my father was going to have you guys go investigate. Would be, I'd certainly be happy to help. And then he turns back into um, a human form. He went humanoid, and he turns back into a human form. I mean, I'd certainly be happy to help. I actually my. I came to Barovia in, in hopes of finding other members and figuring out what I can do to stop uh, the evils of this land. And I figured the best thing I could do after, uh, since I'm one of the last remaining members, the rest of my family is no longer, and I want to do my part to help dispel the evil. He uh, goes goes up to one of his uh, one of the ravens, ties something, and sends it. And then he says, "There's another coven at the Wizard of the of the Wines. He is our leader of this group in Barovia. There are a couple factions. There are two. Two of us are still in contact. We've lost track of the third. Um, you might find more answers there. Thank you. Um, okay, so that gives us." With with my lycanthropy familiarity being what it is, um, he looks at you oddly. What do I know about were ravens? Are they inherently evil or no, neutral? No, they're, they're lawful good. Lawful good. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Perfect. Um, they're they're very secretive. Like you've you've heard of them. You've never seen one until one's presented them. Like. They're cultish, they keep to their own, they, they're traveling, they're, you know, within the mists, and they, as she's revealed, they originate from Icath, which is another domain of dread within the mists. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. All right. 
Show them yeah. the token thing. Oh, See if yes. they have the real one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we're seeking the the, the um, well, the more official version of this, and I show the, the pendant. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured <laughs> this is uh, this is the bane of Strahd. There are many weapons hidden through Barovia that we've been trying to find to defeat Strahd, and one of them is the pendant of Ravenkind. And this is very much a mock-up of it. But uh, we have been searching far and wide through our different connections, and we haven't been able to find anything around here. Uh, I'm I'm assuming our counterparts in the the, the Wizard of the Wines might be able to have more information. Okay. Where where would we seek the Wizard of the Wine? Uh, it's back by the city of Kresik. Okay. So instead of going um, east. At the old Slavic road, there's a so there was a fork in the road that you guys came from. You guys went east instead of uh, west, and then there was also uh, you could have gone south. And I'll show you on the map in a minute. If you go west from that point, it takes you right to the Wizard of the Lines. Okay. 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 There's a few things that I have thoughts that I have. Pretty sure that they're going to uh, in front of everyone be on display, and then. By something, if hopefully we can create a diversion or something, they can transform into ravens and disappear, right? If you need help, they're rare ravens too. Perfect. I mean, we need illusory magic. We need all of your guys' help. We also need to figure out what's going on with the church. Absolutely. If if we can't we can't take care of that, then I fear more of Strahd's emissaries will enter if they haven't already. There's no way that we can prevent them because the magic that protects us seems to have been broken. Okay. I, I'm honored that you're willing to share with us and include us in the knowledge of your lycanthropy. Um, he looks at you again, oddly. What does that look for? I don't know. It was just the way you spoke. <laughs> you spoke in too of a familiar tone, but I may be overreading something. It's late. We're all tired, and I just got healed from the, the butt kicking of a, of a lifetime. <laughs> well, it's honestly the least I could do after you freed me from that torture chamber. <laughs> <laughs> How will our adventurers continue to evade the city guard? What secrets will our adventurers discover within the village of Valake? How will Kirin help Renewick control her lycanthropy? What is the significance of Renewick's lineage? What role will the party play in determining the fate of the Mardikov family? You're listening to Van Richten's Guide to a Curse of Strahd. Quest with us, where adventure abounds. Next time in the Fates Forge.